Welcome to the HSCT Warriors Podcast, bringing voice to the journeys of HSCT Warriors worldwide. I'm Dr. Jen Stansberry Koenig, or Zen Jen, moderator of meaningful conversations and convener of community. Whether you are or know someone who is battling multiple sclerosis, rheumatoid arthritis, type 1 diabetes, scleroderma, lupus, or any of the 24 autoimmune diseases that HSCT can halt, or are simply inspired by transformational journeys, you are in the right place. As we continue to grow the HSCT warrior community, illuminate the invisibilities of autoimmune disease, Recognize the possibilities of a future free from disease progression. Connect through our shared experiences and advocate for an inclusive society. We are glad you've joined us. So I'm excited to welcome you back, Dave, to share an update with us for this final episode of second season. Thanks, Jen. I'm happy to be here. Yeah, I mean, it's been interesting talking with caregivers and people with other autoimmune diseases. Um, even HSCT hopefuls and listening back to your episode just reminded me of the importance of grounding yourself in positive mindset and positive attitudes. And I hope that that message has come forth for anyone listening, uh, but also the HSCT hopefuls, right? So thanks for sharing that message during your initial interview. Sure. I, you know, the one thing I would add to that is that um, it's really carried over to other parts of my life, really, you know, and that uh, my approach to my career and my free time and everything has been affected in a positive way, too. So everything that I, I tried to do going through the process of HSCT, I think, benefited all areas of my life, not just feeling better, but approaching things in a better way. Yeah, you alluded to that. So it's sounding like maybe that's carried forward. Yeah, I, you know, these days I measure uh, the success of the treatment by looking at things I, I'm doing that I didn't used to be able to. You know, I think uh, those around me get pretty tired of me saying, you know, two years ago I couldn't do this. <laughs> so like, we, went to, uh, we went to a Phillies game last weekend and I climbed up five uh, flights of stairs to get to my seat. Nice. And uh, although the seats were terrible, um, I was pretty happy with uh, the fact that I was able to do that without uh, any serious consequences. Very nice. Were you like in the stadium and the open air slanted tiny stadium seats or was it like, yeah, that's an awkward place to be, at least with the former MS wavering right. and the uncertain balance. Yeah. You have those, those steep, uh, sections, you know, pointing down toward the field. Sometimes there aren't hand railings or anything, right, so right. you feel a little bit like, oh, this is going to be it. But I have no fear of that anymore. Nice. Nice. So what else is going well for you through this recovery of yours? Let's see, September 11th of 2017. Is that right? 2017, yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I went through my first uh, real winter in many, many years. Now that I'm living here in Pennsylvania, and um, I was amazed by uh, how much I could shovel snow and run the snowblower and work hard in the you know on the outside of the house, making it safe for everybody, and uh, you know not have to uh, 
be uh, confined to my bed for two days afterwards. You know, so that was it's like it's like one of those things where I you know find myself, you know, kind of testing you know where I'm at with all Absolutely. of it and see yeah. and seeing how much I can get away with. It's 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 fun, you know. So having moved, there's and being in a new job has offered all these opportunities to see how my body is going to react. I mean, starting a new job and being in a new place is very stressful, you know, and then seeing how, um, you know, how my body's going to react has been very interesting and so far so good. I haven't, you know, had any situations where um, my stress level has pushed me to not feeling well for any extended period of time. I, you know, I've had my, I've had kind of, I had kind of a flare up, you know, maybe once or twice, you know, nothing too serious, um, nothing that a little bit of rest wouldn't wouldn't help. But um, it's just so much better uh, than it was, and and I'm constantly experimenting with uh, how things are going to affect me. I like that experimenting. It seems like you take the objective observer standpoint. <laughs> yeah, it's very scientific. Well, it's a good strategy, right? To actually, and it's tough for people to do that, I think, to actually step outside oneself and see, take time to observe and measure and document, right? What's different? I mean, it's always good, you know, to be able to, like I said before, to say to people, I didn't used to be able to do this, but it's even better when someone like my wife says, Two years ago, you couldn't do what you're doing right now. Right. When they notice and you don't. Right. Yeah, that's really nice. So other than that, um, just, you know, well, the interesting part is, you know, first and foremost has always been about rest for me. So even though I haven't had to, you know, take to my bed um, because I'm feeling bad, um, I've been making sure that I get a serious, you know, a regular amount of sleep. I started sleep tracking, you know, with my, uh, my Apple watch, you know, how much I'm sleeping, how much restful time I'm getting each night. Um, and I'm also, you know, taking my vitals almost every day in regards to blood pressure, temperature, weight, all that kind of stuff and keeping close track on that. I've always, you know, struggled with keeping my weight under control, but now I'm at least staying consistent by constantly checking on it. But the sleep has been the most key thing for me um, and just making sure I get a lot. And now that spring is here, um, we're out walking, you know, just about every day, getting some exercise. We got the, you know, we have our two-year-old and she's just been dying to be outside and, you know, we're accommodating her by getting out and and getting some fresh air and, and, and doing some serious walking. Which helps with the sleep. Yeah. Well, no, she generally gets pushed in some sort of (laughs) stroller or car or something, you know, but we're getting our exercise, my wife and I. Well, it helps you with the sleep, uh, the fresh air for sure. I'm curious because during our first conversation in your episode in season one, you talked about gaining the superpower of a new perspective in life. And some of that we've, you've hit on with uh, the positivity and staying positive about opportunities in life and all that's possible. And how else has your mindset 
or even the shift in perspective influenced your life and career now that you live in a new city and you have a new job? I, I think the kind of building off this sort of positive uh, approach to things, it really, once things settled down and, and life returned to normal somewhat, it really became uh, about priorities. You know, um, what's most important? What are the things that I'm focusing on? You know, what am I spending my time doing? What am I spending my free time doing? All that kind of stuff starts to kind of sort it out. And it, luckily enough, the new job that I'm doing, um, the company is very focused on, you know, work-life balance. If I'm working too many hours, my boss says, why are you working so many hours? Mm -hmm. You know, and that sort of thing. So it kind of lends itself to the reprioritization of of what I'm doing, my positive outlook on things, my focus on my family, it really kind of all comes together now. Well, yeah, especially if you're organized about it and finding, making time to get more sleep and rest and incorporating the things that matter into your routine. Right. And, you know, I mean, there's, there's, uh, there's things that I do personally, you know, I play the guitar and one of my goals was to make sure that I play something every day, you know, and then carving out that amount of time. That's just for me as well. Have you been successful? Yeah. Sometimes I just tune it. Well, sure. But, but sometimes just, I play something too. Well, yeah, just touching it, right? Just picking it up and making that time. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's nice. And, and, uh, now the baseball season's here, you know, I spend a lot of time after everybody's gone to bed watching West coast baseball games and still making it to bed on time to get my full night's sleep. Nice. So you're really so making it work. There's a, there's some me time built in here too. That's absolutely so important and something I definitely overlook. So thank you for the reminder uh, to make more. Time. <laughs> It is important for sure. So what else could you offer as advice based on your experience with HSCT and even recovery that could help inform others as maybe they consider pursuing HSCT? I think one thing that's important is to keep in mind that you're, you're not going to be symptom free. There's going to be things that linger. Um, there's going to be things that, you know, are so much better. But at the same time, you still have to look out for, you know, the symptoms that still exist and find the best way to kind of deal with that on a day to day basis. So you know, true. Just just going back to the sleep thing. So I know if I don't get enough sleep that I'm going to feel like crap and my my symptoms are going to come back or some of them are. So just identifying what those things are and the best way to deal with them. Um, just as you did before HSCT, um, just now it's not as hard to do. Does that make sense? It does make sense. And I often catch myself saying it like I'm still dealing with old damage. Mm -hmm. um, and I like your phrasing of the symptoms, right? But, but I guess for, for me, my damage is more physical. And so it's a constant struggle still. And it's frustrating, the more frustrated I get then the worse I do. And so taking the time to slow down and step back and say, yeah, you've still got this old damage. 
you know, because I have mm-hmm. the energy and the clarity of mind and even just the drive to do so much more than I ever could and not lay down, right? And not rest. Right. But yeah, rest is a huge component and taking care, good care. and Right. Well, and, and something um, I'd heard before HSCT, but I didn't really realize until I was experiencing it for myself is that your recovery is so incremental that, yes, right after HSCT, I felt so much better. But over this last year and a half, um, other things have gotten better. It didn't all just happen at once. Right. You know, as we're going along, you know, I'm finding that I can push myself further and do things than I was able to a month ago or two months ago. And so that's one thing people need to realize is, yeah, you're going to feel better, but it's going to still keep getting better over time. Yes, yes. At least that's been the case for me. So I think uh, it's important to keep in mind that you, you know, you have the potential to just keep getting better. I mean, you know, we we moved here, you know, we bought this house that's like a split level, which essentially is four levels and there's all these stairs. <laughs> and now I walk up and down stairs without holding on to the railing. You know, this is like something not necessarily that I had to do before, but something that I felt I needed to do before because I never knew if I was going to fall down the stairs, right? Right. That's terrifying. Right. But now I'm just pushing myself to do that without holding onto the railing and to go up faster. Nice. You know, yeah, it really is. It's, it's, it's a little workout in itself. Well, I mean, they say it takes what 5,000 repetitions for your brain to truly learn something. And it's really about confidence. Oh, so much about confidence. Well, yeah, I can tell you before HSCT had an occasion where it was with the whole family. Son, daughter, wife, we were at downtown Disney in Orlando. And we were just walking. We'd already done everything we we're going to do, and we're walking back to the car. I have my daughter's hand, and she was, like, probably just walking. And so I actually stubbed my toe, uh, you know, like a foot drop, and fell over and took her with me. Mm. You know, I was holding her hand, and, and I fell and brought her down, and she busted her lip open. Oh, and it made me feel so terrible, Yeah, you know, and um, I actually, you know, like ripped the nail off my toe and did a bunch mm. of damage to my toe and that sort of thing. And it took it took probably a year to fully heal. The great thing about now is that I carry her around. I go up and down stairs with her. You know, I hold her hand everywhere we go. And I have that confidence that I'm not going to do that again. You know, although I'm mindful and careful, I still feel like I can do it without uh, without anybody getting injured. That's fantastic. Yeah, you know, it's 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 great. It's a great feeling to have to to have that level of comfort back again. Oh my gosh, it's one of those unexpected bonuses, right? Because mm-hmm. not everybody is. experiences the healing, and not everybody gets back what they lost. But even knowing that the disease has halted. You know, surely that adds some level of comfort as well. Yeah. And you don't want, you know, as a parent, you know, you don't want to give your children that look into, you know, the weakness that you have. You want them to think of you as this all-powerful, all-knowing person without any limitations. You know what I mean? Mm. In a sort of a sort of a conceited way, 
you know, you want to have, they want to portray that image. You know, I, I want my daughter to, to feel safe with me. Mm-hmm. So you don't want to have these kinds of situations where you're injuring yourself and them, or you right. have limitations and you can't do certain things, certain activities with them. Yeah, no, that's great. You've been able to regain that. I mean, tomorrow we're going to the zoo, going to the zoo for the day. I'm not hesitating. You know, before I had to think about special considerations. Yeah, well, let's go to the zoo, but I only want to be there for a couple of hours. Or if it starts getting above a certain temperature, we should go home. You know, and those considerations aren't in the front of my mind anymore. Nice. So what else is not in front of your mind anymore? (laughs) Constantly getting MRIs and taking drugs and going to the doctor a lot. You know, I'm not, I'm not doing that all the time. Yeah. It was at least every six months, right? Right. And I, you know, I established a relationship with the GP here in my um, new home. And um, he asked me, do you need me to refer to you to a, to a neurologist in, in this area? And I said, no, going back to Chicago once a year, unless something changes drastically, that's all I'm going to do. So I'm going to come see you for, you know, my checkups and, you know, anytime I get a cold or whatever. But other than that, you know, I'm, I'm strictly about Dr. Burt in Chicago for neurology. Nice. So had your new doctor heard about HSCT? It was really very cool. So, you know, you have the opportunity to send ahead your medical records. Of course, of course, I have them all digital and on a jump drive and that sort of thing, which I dropped off to the doctor's office. So when I went to see him for the first time, he'd already read about everything I'd been through and had a million questions. Oh, it wow. was just, well, he was super excited about it because we, I live in a little country town and I don't think he probably has any patients that have MS, let alone have had this cutting edge um, procedure done. Sure. So yeah, he had a lot of questions. I felt like the shoe was on the other foot, as it were. Nice. You know, without his questions for me, as opposed to the other way around. That's right. Well, and good that you feel like you don't need to even see a neurologist. Yeah, I mean, part of it is that you don't want too many cooks in the kitchen. You know, and obviously my my trust and faith has been in Dr. Bird and the folks at Northwestern um, for a couple of years. And you kind of want to have, you know, one opinion and one source of information in, in, um, in that regard. Oh, especially if you're doing well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, it, if there was an occasion where, you know, I needed to see a neurologist, I would get a referral for one here locally. But I'm going to try not to do that. I'm going to try not to regain an autoimmune disease. <laughs> that can be your second superpower. <laughs> Right. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that's a superpower, but sure. Well, gee yeah. whiz, I think if anyone could control whether or not they get an autoimmune disease, I think that'd be pretty powerful. <laughs> yeah, true. So what about power to share the message of HSCT, right? Like sharing the message that HSCT can halt autoimmune disease It's such a great message that needs to be shared, and it's good you're sharing it with your general practitioner. I'm sure he's very curious indeed, and I know that other folks 
are curious and that's where we find the hopefuls online asking a lot of questions and Mm -hmm. I'm so grateful to you and a few other warriors that have joined together to help think through the development of a nonprofit organization to just spread awareness. Absolutely. I mean, we have an opportunity to share our experiences with other people who are wanting to learn more about the procedure or considering having the procedure. Um, And who better than people that have been through it personally to have conversations? I mean, we're not here to think about replacing anyone's doctors or giving medical advice, but rather, you know, a personal approach to what we've experienced and answer those questions. You know, everything from, you know, what was your life before? What is it now? But also, you know, where did you stay? What hotel did you stay in? You know, how long were you there? You know, those those logistical questions that I had so much when I was considering doing it. Well, and social media can help with that, but that's, you know, been part of the goal with this podcast is bringing the message outside of social media. And like you said, creating that personal connection with folks who are interested and curious and have questions beyond what social media can bring. And so, yeah, it's been great to just hear the stories of everyone we've interviewed and also then follow up with so many of you, including you, um, Mm -hmm. to help make this kind of next step from the podcast. Yeah. And, you know, all those things are part of what we want to do. The podcast is part of it. Social media is part of it. The website is part of it. The articles and links to things and Connecting. sharing information yeah. electronically. Connect- right. But the, the connection pieces is what's going to be unique about this nonprofit to be able to get on a phone call with someone and, and really talk and provide so much more information than um, simply reading something right, passively, on the internet. Yeah, it's so much more active and engaging than passively right. reading something or passively listening to a story in a podcast. And, I, and not to discount this podcast at all, because so many of the stories have been so inspirational in so many ways mm-hmm. um, and connected me with some really great individuals who I know are willing to push this forward next steps of really, truly connecting with people in a different way. Yeah, I, I, you know, I see things moving forward. I see the podcast always being a part of, you know, what we would do. And I think it's important. Um, and I think it's important to start the dialogue and build relationships. And then when the, when the time comes where we uh, reach out to our other HSCT warriors and say, hey, can you have a conversation with someone who's considering going to Mexico? for this treatment, you know, and you've been to Mexico and you know, the ropes, you know, how about sharing your experiences with, with someone else? <laughs> Wouldn't it be so great if we recruited so many folks and had almost like, what are the, um, the call in shows where you have all the volunteers sitting, waiting behind phones with the red lights, blinking <laughs> and the headphones and they're taking calls, right. you know, um, hotline yeah. sort of. I mean, someday when HSCT becomes a standard of care, and hopefully it will, um, Mm -hmm. it'd be nice to see more and more clinics popping up across the country and more and more people recognizing that this is the only option, at least right now, that can halt Mm -hmm. disease progression. It's 
you know, so nice to be free from drugs and the six month appointments and six month MRIs and checkups and, mm-hmm. you know, just to be able to live that positive life without the worry or the dread of what if I wake up tomorrow and I'm, I'm numb from the waist down. Right, right. And it's it's going to be about building that network of people and having the resources say, oh, okay, you're having X, Y, and Z problem or you have X, Y, and Z questions. Well, I have somebody that can, can talk to you about it. Right. And connecting those people. Sounding board, resource provider. It'll be tremendous to be able to connect people in new ways. Absolutely. And hopefully we can get our acts together uh, to launch something over the summer. So in preparation for season three, once that launches uh, in August, hopefully we'll have this nonprofit close to ready, if not before. Right. I mean, uh, we're already working on the social media piece of it and the website, you know, which is all going to be soft launching sometime over the summer and then official launch, hopefully uh, before fall. Once we do, there will be places for folks to go to engage with us and um, help share those resources that we have and those relationships that we're building with anybody who wants to uh, to pursue this treatment. Well, yeah, connect with a real live person and just ask those personal questions that can sometimes even right. be awkward to post on social media. So you've done a phenomenal job on this website and setting up at least a good look for us. To get things going, tell us a little bit more about what's on the website right now. So what's there so far is a um, one, one of the things I'm uh, excited about is that we have a world map that shows all the locations where HSCT is happening. That's amazing. And within that map, we can click on those locations and see the contact information for the clinics. So phone numbers, email addresses, if they have a website and that sort of thing. So that's, that's the thing I'm... Yeah, I'm really excited about because I'm very much trying to approach this as if, you know, I'm going through it because when I was going through and considering and researching, I felt like, well, until I was basically ready to start the treatment, I didn't know about a lot of resources. You know, people pointed to me to the Facebook pages and all that kind of stuff, which is great, but with so much going on and so many people contributing to what's on that page it was overwhelming. It's, well, it's hard to know, like, what's real. Right. So I think that um, with all of us involved with this organization, having gone through this, it just makes it that much more credible. We don't want a situation where there's false information getting spread around. And we know that if we have this website and our own social media account, uh, that the information we're putting out is accurate and vetted and done with Right. You know, serious consideration for folks that are going through what we've already been through. Right. Very reliable, valid information. And it is nice that we, you know, it will be an organization founded by HSCT veterans. Right. It would be nice to even have some of those veterans who are tenured to be available Mm -hmm. uh, for phone calls and conversations to help those hopefuls that you know, what does it really look like 15 years out? Because the JAMA article only gets to five years and people have their questions and it would be nice mm-hmm. to just at least talk with people, not necessarily, like you said, to offer medical advice at all. We would never want to be misconstrued as offering medical advice, but being able to connect with a real live person about their personal experience and mm-hmm. just ask questions. 
can help resolve and calm a lot of fear. And, and in that sense, we offer a lot that a doctor cannot offer because we live it every day. Indeed. You know, the, the results of, of this treatment and um, being able to share that with people directly, I think, is very valuable. You know, we're not just talking about the part of your recovery when you're in the hospital that the doctor's aware of, mm-hmm. but your day-to-day and what, the, what that's like right. after the treatment. Yeah. Practices and strategies to promote positive outcomes. Right. Right. So do you want to share the name of our organization with these folks? HSCT Warriors Incorporated. And the web address is hsctwarriorsinc.com. HSCT Warriors Inc.com. Correct. It'll be, it'll be exciting to uh, just see if people are at least finding resources, like you said, connections with information about sites around the world, frequently asked questions and answers to those, and connections with those real live people to talk through experiences. It's exciting. It's a real exciting adventure to be on with you and all the rest on our team. And the other thing I would add about the website, too, is that um, I've started to compile videos. So there's lots of viewing. You can do talks by Dr. Burt, interviews with patients, uh, talking to some of the folks at Northwestern. Those videos are all up there. There will be more coming. And um, articles will be posted there, too. So anything that we can post or share or link to uh, will also be on the site eventually. And I believe we have a form where people can actually offer, make suggestions, right? And point us to resources that maybe we aren't, are not aware of. Right. And there's, there's the, the ability there to reach out to us, to, to message us through email, through Twitter, through Instagram, Facebook. It's all going to be there. All channels of communication that we can think of will be open. Short of publishing my personal phone number, Um, (laughs) I want people to be able to reach us just about any way they can. So like we said, we're figuring it out. Yeah. And if we have that opportunity to do FaceTime, Skype, WebEx calls, you know, that would be great too. Beyond that, some live webinars perhaps we've been talking about too, which would be pretty exciting to go out to an audience live. Oh, you know, that potentially could be all over the world. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. So much possibility and opportunity with HSCT. Well, I think the the most exciting part so far has been people just through my personal Twitter account reaching out. You know, once I started, you know, putting in words like autoimmune and HSCT in my profile on Twitter, um, I got a, a lot of immediate reactions and connected with a lot of a lot of great people. You know, there's so, a lot of people out there wondering and asking questions and they, and they need this information and they deserve this information. Mm-hmm. They're out there looking and uh, we're going to be there for them shortly. It's great to be part of a team with you, a team of other great warriors like Julie and Bonnie and Anna and Jay and Allie, Chris. It's just some really good people coming together to help make this happen and think through all of these details and think how we can be best of service to those curious about HSCT. It's, it's super exciting. And I can tell you that, you know, it's one of the goals I set for myself after HSCT was to find a productive way to, uh, to give back 
a little bit. Here you know, we are. Into, uh, yeah. So I think we found a, uh, a great way to help as many people as possible. Yeah. I think so many of us that go through this transformation really want to mm-hmm. find that devotion to helping others at least learn about it so they can make informed decisions. And hopefully we can also help doctors learn about it so they can help <laughs> inform their patients, right? That would be brilliant right. as well, just being able to inform the clinics that eventually will begin offering HSCT so that we can help them understand from the patient perspective what's comfortable when we're going through this. It'd be nice if more doctors could be aware that this is an option for people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would. I dream of the day where um, one of our doctors or one of our GPs um, would tell a patient, I think I can put you in touch with somebody, you know, who you could talk to about this. Right. I mean, that, that would be a dream come true to start building relationships that way. Brilliant. It's good to be on the journey with you. It's good to be connected in this HSCT warrior family with you. Thank you for sharing the updates about all that's good in life. And thank you for doing all you do. Um, I am quite proud to be part of the, the group putting this together and, and to be working with you directly. It's, it's, it's really great. I appreciate it. Hey, you know, we're going to have a good time. And that's the most important part too, right? <laughs> well, you know, I mean, life's too short to be stressed or perfect. And so we're figuring it out as we go. And thankfully people are patient with me and, mm-hmm. you know, inspired as well and showing up to do the good work that is just bringing people together in community to figure out this experience we call being a human. Absolutely. You know, and that's one thing I'd always said that I wanted to, to give back like that, but also this is, this has gone beyond just that. It's also about the connection piece about connecting people and everybody playing off each other's strengths and experiences. And I think we have a lot to offer in that regard. And I, and I really hope that, uh, you know, folks will uh, pay attention and, you know, spread the word. Our intention is nothing more than to be helpful and supportive. And uh, it takes a village, right? Like the more of us involved in showing up with those good intentions, I think the better it'll all turn out. Absolutely. So please go to the website. The links H- to all of our resources are there. Yeah, hsctwarriorsinc.com. And um, our social media links are there. So you can find us just about anywhere. Check us out. Stay tuned. Stay curious. <laughs> I just appreciate well, all that you've put forth to develop the website and to make it such a great resource already. So it is definitely worth people's time to check out and depend on as a resource. So thank you for all of your efforts getting that together. I'm happy to do it and and, and very excited to to be part of it and to uh, contribute what I can from my own personal experiences. You take care of yourself and enjoy a beautiful rest of the day. All right. Thanks, Jen. Take care. So that's a wrap on season two. Thank you so much to all the warriors who have shared their stories and journeys. It is just such an honor to provide this space and platform. Thank you so much for taking the time to share your stories with us. You have been an inspiration to me and I hope so many others around the globe. It's so exciting to report that our listenership continues to grow. 
We've reached more than 52 countries around the world. We'll be working hard over the summer to keep you informed, updating you with a revisit of episodes from season one and season two. So look for those to continue refreshing your feed reliably every Wednesday. We hope you'll give us feedback. We're always open to that and curious to know more about what you appreciate hearing from our warriors. So thanks for tuning in Uh, this season. It's been a pleasure hosting the conversations and I hope you'll stay tuned during the summer months and our hiatus leading up to the launch of season three coming in August. And in the meantime, take time to check out our new nonprofit initiative, HSCT Warriors Incorporated. You can find us at hsctwarriorsinc.com. Be sure to visit our website for the podcast, hsctwarriorspodcast.com. Leave us a review or give us feedback so that we can incorporate your ideas into developing season three. Until then, be a snowflake and embrace your superpowers. Be kind, be well.